Welcome in to In-Game Chat for Saturday, January the 14th, 2023. Uh, season 17. Did I get 14th right? I did good. Season 17, episode 2. I'm Scott. And I'm RJ. Welcome into the show, everybody. Glad you are here with us. Uh, yeah. Do this thing here real quick. Sort of lower the music so I can pick up the part of it. <clears throat> then we set it off to the side and don't worry about it until another week goes by. Mm-hmm. You want to get in touch with us? Our number is 334-272-9228. You can check out ingamechat.net for all the links to get in touch with us. You can find us on Twitter at ingamechat. You can find us on Facebook there as well. You can email us, everyone, at ingamechat.net. We're streaming right now on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv and search for in-game chat. You'll find us, and uh, you'll be able to watch us talk <laughs> about video games. Uh, if you want to just listen to us talk, you can do that too. Whatever whatever, whatever you want. Uh, you can also join us uh, live in the chat room while we broadcast. And we've got Discord on, and we are in the... The on-air chat there in Discord where you can jump in and talk to us there as well if you would like to. So welcome into the show. How you been, RJ? Haven't seen you in a week. What's been going on? Uh, let's see. Uh, computer problems are still acting up. That's right. Uh, What's our update on that? Anything new? Uh, I thought I was looking at the motherboard, took everything out of there, took the video card off. And I looked at the motherboard again. I'm thinking, is there anything on here I could look at or check or or uh, do anything about to see if it, if, the, if the motherboard is the actual problem? And then I saw the CMOS battery in there, and I'm like, and I looked it up. Does the CMOS battery have anything to do with the computer booting up? Can it act? Can it possibly mess with something? And some people said yes. Most some said no. So I'm like, well, let's check it out. And since it was the battery that came with the board when I bought the thing years ago, um, swapped it out. Had another 2032 online. Put it in there. And same result. So, okay, that's it. I've, there's nothing else on this board that I can check. So it's looking like, most likely, it's just going to have to be another board. Just replace board. the board and put it in there. Yeah, and, uh, I kind of figured that was the there. case. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you don't have um, you don't have any spare parts, I guess, sitting around here. I got spare parts, but motherboards ain't not a, a motherboard. Not a motherboard. Yeah. No, a motherboard is like... We don't really keep yeah. motherboards sitting around as much as we do all the other components. Well, that and, I guess, uh, processors, too. We don't really keep processors sitting around. No, you don't really. I mean, especially with the way I update a computer, it's like seven or eight years yeah, before yeah. I update a computer. So by the time that comes around, that that old motherboard is not fitting in there, most likely. So It was uh, the one I just did back in October, uh, back in 2020 of October. October of 2020. I'll get the phrasing right eventually. <laughs> uh, but that one that I did, um, 
Yeah, that was my first update. That was my first rebuild since... God, I can't even remember now. Hmm. Got to go back to 2010, maybe. Mm-hmm. So about a 10-year computer. Now, I did do some updates in between 2010 and 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got a new graphics card to go in there. Yeah. But I didn't do a complete new rebuild, new processor, new everything until 2020. And that was, I want to say it was like 12 years. Mm-hmm. I think it was around 12 or so years since I had done an update. And I, I've got the, I've got, uh, I've got pictures of my, my update to tell you. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned it on the show how many years ago it was. So, I mean, I could go back and look at that. But no, uh, complete, like complete re, you know, re- rebuild. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are those are few and far between. Yeah, all the new new parts, new everything, new this, new that. Updating know. things within, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 I see that happening with with the PC that I currently have. Sure, I mean I've got RAM for days. Um, my processor is going to be a perfectly fine, you know, thing to go through ever how many years. Mm-hmm. My graphics card right now, hopefully, will be perfectly fine to go through many, many years as well. Then you're looking at power supply, hard drives, that sort of thing. But you really don't ever factor in motherboards. Um, you know, it's a, it's a prime and, 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 and it is a main component yeah, but of a PC. I mean, everything kind of yeah. is. But, um, but yeah, that's, it's the one of those things that you just don't keep a lot around for. I mean, power supplies, I don't really keep an extra one on hand, but I have other computers that I can snag a power supply from. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a little different to just grab a motherboard that's sitting around. Yeah. Because it has to match your processor and, you know, it has to be compatible. Mm-hmm. And so it's a little bit difficult for that. Hard drives you can keep around for days. Um, uh, coolers, RAM, even most RAM. Uh, you should be fine with on that as well. Uh, there's plenty of things that are really interchangeable, but uh, when your base component, your motherboard is out, you you the whole thing's going to be Unless you find the exact unless same unless you get the same motherboard yeah. exactly. Which the the way it works with you and I is that it goes so long in between. And sure, you could find those probably on a used market, mm-hmm. used refurbished things like refurbished. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You should be able to do that if you want to go that route, but. For the most part, in this case, I have to. Yeah, brand new. Oof, I, all I've been finding for this board that I've got is a uh, certified refurbished or used. One of the two. Yeah, not not, uh, not brand new. But um, I'm going to go that route because what I got now ain't working. I know. So I know. yeah, and it's so it's 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 it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking. I was talking with Wendy about that because she was listening to the show last week, and I said, "Man, it's one of the worst things when you don't have a computer at your disposal." Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you're, you know, the of whatever you use it for, whether it just be to game, whether it just be to, you know, just browse the internet, mm-hmm. um, whether it be to you got work and stuff you, that you do with it, or whatever the case Bob may stores, be, things like that. Yeah, yeah, it just really like if mine goes down, man, my connection to this place goes away mm-hmm. from home anyway. Well, I guess I could do it with the laptop here, but still. Um, I lose that connection. Obviously, no gaming. The whole internet aspect of things uh, mm. goes away. As far as like, let me go check something real quick, or let me buy these tickets, or let me, uh, you know, whatever the case. There's, I mean, I don't need to explain that the convenience of having a computer uh, to people is because they know that. But it's I, I hate it when it happens. I hate mm. it when I can't. 
Like when that when that uh, graphics card died on me, obviously I had another one. I shoved it in there. When my power right. supply died, the next available time I was able to <laughs> get out, which was the next day, go out and get one. Because I said, look, if I can fix it, sure. That'll be great. I'll just return this. Mm-hmm. But obviously that did, wasn't the case, you know. So, um, yeah, I just I hate it. And I hate it for you. Um, it is it is it is levels of of leaving your phone at home kind of annoyances for me. Oh, yeah. Maybe not for you. But yeah, for, I, mean, I mean, I left my phone at home plenty of times. Yeah, I don't like that either. Not because, and again, not because <laughs> it's, it is, it is, it's not my connection to the outside world. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone isn't. It is my connection to the work world. Yeah. Basically. Your jo- yeah, your job's involved, so yeah. Um, uh, it is, con- it's my connection to Wendy. Mm-hmm. So if anything goes, you know, south anyway, yeah. <laughs> if anything goes in any direction, I, I need to be able to get in. If I don't have that, it's, it's one of those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think about that it, again, I, I it's not because, Oh, my social media, I can't look at it. It's not anything like that. It's just that that connection that you have and, and the ability that you have, which whatever we lived with that stuff forever before we had, you know, cell phones. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I've been through the dark ages. It was, it was fine. Yeah. But it, we don't have to go back to them is the point. And say, so I know a lot of people are but like, well, can, back in can... my day, we didn't have to, it was for, no, 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 no. Back in your day, you didn't have to because it wasn't around. It's around now. <laughs> we don't need to go back to, to back in your day to do that. Well, okay, you don't have we don't have to go back to it. That is true, but you can handle it if you if you yeah. go back. No, you yeah. can. You Good. can. I mean, there's there's ways now to do that. Usually, you know, I, obviously, luckily, I work here, and there's plenty of computers around this building that I can mm-hmm. reach out and get into, or a phone that I can borrow, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, um, there's plenty of ways of doing that. But anyway, I going off on a rant. I just I hate when that you don't have your computer available to you. Yeah. So. Yeah, but all I got to do is get the board and replace it, and we'll see what happens, hopefully. Is that what you're going to do? You're going to get a refurb? What are you going to do? Uh, refurb or use. And the refurbs are going for uh, uh, the price. Get? The price ranges I've seen for refurbished and, and used were anywhere from 99 which looks sketchy, to um, one what? forty one sixty. How old is this motherboard of yours? Old enough. What's <laughs> old enough? Old enough uh, that I can't find any new. I, well, not even new. I don't I mean refurb going for a hundred some odd dollars. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. I mean, how how old is the motherboard? What year is the motherboard? Do you know? No, not offhand. I mean, it's, it was a long time ago when I got this thing uh, built and put up. I probably go to Duegg or PC Parts Picker or something to look at and see what uh, yeah. the year I picked this thing up at. I'm just, it, was a, it was about a good. I'm just curious why a used one. Regardless of condition, but just why a used one would be even near a hundred dollars. Then again, I'm, I have not bought refurbed anything for computers. By the way, mm-hmm. I've no, I, as far as I know, I haven't bought anything refurbed for a computer. Maybe a no, no. I was going to say maybe a monitor, but I would say I would say safe bet uh, far as far as you know. Yeah, yeah, there's, no, some, there's some sketchy sellers out there too. You yeah, know that. that's one of those. That's one of those things when you're like when you're picking parts for a PC and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Eh, there's certain things that you really just don't want to skimp on or that you really don't want to buy refurbed or, mm-hmm. or use. Yeah. Um, and th- that's one of those things where it's like, ah, okay. I mean, I may buy it on discount, but it's still going to be new, never opened mm-hmm. type of thing. 
can't do it that way. But anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. So computer's still down. What, what else going on? Uh, well, in terms of uh, playing, um, I started uh, Until Dawn. Hey, good job. Yeah. Did you restart it? I had to restart it. You had to. I had to restart it. Couldn't remember. Couldn't did you have to? Check anything. I was going to say, did you have to because... Couldn't remember anything. It wouldn't do it or you you just... Because you were lost. Lost, couldn't remember things. And I, look, so that's two games now. I got to start over on Sekiro. And that's <laughs> why so I'm starting over on Until Dawn. But um, Sekiro, something else. Uh, Sekiro... I don't know. We'll get into that in a minute. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. But... um. Something else, some more, some other uh, maintenance things I got to do. I got to, uh, I think I'm going to have to do what I did with my uh, PC. Just uh, uh, strip down dust and uh, reapply paste. Yeah. Because um, high-end games, I'm starting finding out now, uh, makes, the P- makes the PS4 run too hot. Mm-hmm. So dusting is, I'm about to do for dusting anyway. And since I got that paste for the PC, I mean, may as well put the paste on the uh on the PS4 as well, from a complete uh, teardown and rebuild. I mean, I'm looking at a few of these um, um, teardown videos from YouTube. Look about, look at about three or four of them. See what the uh, process is. The hardest thing about it appears to be just keeping up with all the screws that you have to take out because it's like 12 on one part and 14 on another, and just having to keep up with them. Yeah. And having the right tools for the to, tools for the task. And I got a set of precision screwdrivers I can work with, something to uh, help pry things off. And I got to take out some um, uh, components with. Um, Brackets and wires, you know, got to take those out and uh, make sure I put everything back in the right, back in the right uh, place in the right position. So um, I'm going to do that so I can at least uh, alleviate the heat that's in that thing with yeah. the high end games, like something like something like Pac-Man Championship Edition. Nothing happens. Warframe, if I put it down at lower lower settings, that's fine. It won't overheat. But something like um, a God of War. When you say remake. overheat, do you actually get a warning? Do you get something that pops no, up? And just, says, no, the no the PS4 says, hey, it's too hot. I'm, I'm shutting down. Oh, that's what it did. It, it, it says, okay, wow. shut it off. Wow. I've never off. had that. Yeah, so got the, got Why the red, is that got happening the, with you? Got, got the red light on and everything. What, uh, what, uh, you have a launch PS4? What PS4 do you have? It's not the Slim. It's an, it's an older model PS4. It's an older model PS4? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I eventually got the Pro, so that's why I can't really say anything. Because I was thinking, man, I had my PS4 for a long time. No, no, no. Wait a second. You swapped out and got a Pro. Mm-hmm. You have had a PS4 for a long time, but you picked up a Pro. So not saying the Pro was better, but I'm just saying you did get a newer one than probably what he has. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. But I have never come, I've never come across that on any of my – and, I mean, goes back any time. I've never come across a, a message popping up saying that it's running too hot and it needs to shut down. Yeah. Wow. Then, yeah, it started. It started with Warframe, and then it started with. Does it give uh, you any kind Dawn. of a heads up, or does it just? It has that, it had that um, it had that pop up message before, and then sometimes it would um, just like I I think I like put it on um, put the home screen, got to go do something, came back, I heard something go beep, and then I look back at this thing, and the PS4 is off, off, completely off. So, and then when I uh, turned it back on later, it said this thing was not shut down properly, mm-hmm. which means this thing was shut down immediately. No. Or overheating, yeah. overheating, just cut itself off. So I'm going to do some uh, maintenance, dusting and re- reapply the uh, paste on there. Because heck, the PS4 is older than my PC. So heck, the, p- the paste on there is probably uh, the PS4 gone. is older than your PC. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then maybe your mother. I, I guess time is a weird thing for me because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. The P. Hmm. I don't remember when the PS4 came out. 
Uh, my memory is just bad. I don't remember when the PS4 came out. Well, we 20... got, we got in it. 13? 2014? Yeah, I don't know, man. Got the internet right here. November 15th of 2013. 2013. Yep. You got launch or you didn't get launch? Not, not quite launch, but... Well, I mean, you don't get consoles until it's got enough games that you want to do yeah, something so with probably them. probably so. 14 or 15. Yeah. And your computer isn't... I want to say, I want to say three, four, three, four years at best, five. Five years ago for your computer? Maybe. Wow. Okay, I, I thought it was I'm older. I'm just guessing. I thought it was older. I yeah. thought it was older than that. Hmm? I thought you were looking at like 10 or 12 years no, no, older my, on my PC. No, my previous one before, before this... Uh, before this one was yeah, around that, was, that time, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Okay, I kept okay. it for a long time of it running. Well, then the refurb, uh, the refurb on your uh, on your motherboard pricing that you were talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. not so bad now. Yeah, but little context there for me, yeah. anyway, for what you had said. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 2013 for the PS4. The Pro was probably in 2017 or 18, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when I that's when I redid mine. Uh, but man, that sucks. Computer's yeah. down. Your PS4 is like, hey, it's too hot. I yeah. don't want to play anymore. Yeah. What are you, <laughs> what else then? What else have you played? What other things have you run into? Well, um, j- just that. But uh, gaming wise was uh, Warframe until dawn. A uh, little bit of Virtual Fighter Five. Did that. Played played some uh, online matches with that. Had a good time doing that. Um, other than that, just yeah, that's pretty much it. PC mm. PC problems and uh, now I'm going to do a strip down of maintenance on my PS4. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, okay then. 2016, it says. The PS4. The Pro. November 10th, 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. I may not have picked it up until 2018, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It had been out for a while. I did not immediately get it because the price tag was just too much for me mm-hmm. at that time. But I remember they were doing a trade-in deal or something like that, and I gave them my old PS4 and picked up a Pro and only had to pay, like, I don't know, 60 80 bucks it was yeah. under 100 bucks mm. to get the pro so that's fine with that yeah all right that's uh that's good that's it for you on the gaming side of things huh mm-hmm. all right uh as far as i'm concerned i am i am impressed you know you bring up god of war uh mm-hmm. i played i played a big chunk of it last night i played a big chunk of it i've been playing little chunks of it all week big chunk of it last night mm-hmm. i am still or I, it's not still but i am I got to a point in the game where I thought, all right, it looks like we're about to get on, you know, games like to do this, especially adventure games like this, like to, or story-driven games like this, yeah, um, big, big story games like this. They like to send you, it's usually like as soon as you fix one thing, something else breaks. And I, I'd only mean that in story-wise. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, you know, you get uh you get a, a piece of information that says, "Hey, we got to go find this thing." Well, you go ask a dude, "Hey, do you know where this thing is?" And dude's like, "I do, but you need to do something for me." So then, suddenly, your focus is shifted to do whatever this dude is needs you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you come back, and he gives you a little bit of information, but all that's doing is sending you to someone else where you have to do some other chore, or your companion uh, splits apart. And then you get somebody else or you have to go, you know, there's all these different things that go into it to lengthen the story of what they're doing. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I really am in most cases. Uh, and I'm, st- and I'm okay with it here. 
the thing that has impressed me on this was that I had gotten to a point where we had kept we kept doing this, where it's like, God, if it's not one thing, it's another. It kept it, everything felt like a diversion from the main path, mm-hmm. even though it was full story mode. And I, and again, I'm trying. I'm being so super vague because I really don't want to spoil anything. I think that the side things, if it's not like consistently back to back to back, um, it's not as unbearable. I'm not even talking about side things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the side things there are a ton of, and I realize those things are optional. Well, um, I, should, I should have said it better. Uh, the things that anything that uh, takes away from the main story, I guess mm-hmm. you got you, you have a main task basically yeah. in the in the in this game. Well, yeah, keep going. Uh, yeah, you got a main task in this game, and anything that's like a you got to do this for this dude before I can get back right, on the main yeah. task. Things like that. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, if, they, if, they're, if they're not like back to back, consistently back to back to back, something that dissuades you from going, uh, that um, that makes you perceive that you're being taken away from the main mm-hmm. call, main court, main uh, goal. Then yeah, it would get a little tedious after a while. But if you spread it out enough, I mean, it's not not that bad. Yeah, it just it just felt like I was coming to I I, I defeated a pretty big and I want to say story boss on this. Mm. I don't necessarily know that it was a big boss because I've had I've had harder times with other bosses before. Then again, as much as I explore and go around and level up and everything else, maybe I was just at a point where this fight was a lot easier than what it normally would have been had I not done that. Uh, point being is it was it felt like a it felt like a really big story fight, which at the time, given all the characters involved. I felt like, okay, we're getting funneled into this open world, and then everything you do in this open world leads you down this sort of funnel to point of no return. Like, here we go. This is the one that's going to set us on the path to uh, complete the story and go through whatever's left type of thing. Not at a fast pace, obviously, but the diversions were going to be less and less and less Mm -hmm. because it was going to be more driven on like, okay, you just did this. Now you got to go do this, do this. There was a point at which I was um, going to do something and there was a path that led off to where I could go. There was even a prompt for me to press the button to make the jump, you know, to go over to the other side. And as soon as I pressed that button, um, old uh, Mimir on my, my, my belt there is like, no, we've got to go do this, you know? totally cutting me off from mm-hmm. exploring, which they don't normally do that. Uh, and I thought, oh, okay, so they want me to film it, which I'm fine with. In a game as as vast and big and, and, and open world as, as God of War is, especially the sequel, I'm fine with them saying, nah, you, let's wait on this. You, you go, go do the thing, you know, because I will completely scour the nook, the cranny, the corners, all of it, mm-hmm. when you give me the opportunity. But as soon as you tell me that, hey, we need to go do this, as you know, I put the blinders on and I'm, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go do our thing. Anyway, point being is that I really felt like I was about to be funneled into that point. You know, big story boss that I had defeated. I'm like, oh, this is a big deal. There's a lot of cutscenes. Then I get to this area. Here I am. I don't know. I'm thirty some odd hours into this thing. I get to this area that is massive, a massive, wide open, explorable area. And I just thought at, 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 at the same time, I'm thinking, no, not more. <laughs> and, it, and then I'm also thinking, holy God, there's a lot of stuff in this game. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff in this game. 
and and I was I was I was impressed, and at the same time, you know, a little fatigued from it because it's like, yeah. oh man, now because you get you. Anytime uh, somebody like me plays these open world games and and does the thorough searching uh, that I do and go through these things, and there's plenty of people who do this as well. Um, you're compelled to do it, man. It's like this unseen force within you is is like you need to go and you know, don't you know go grid this thing out, cover mm-hmm. every single thing that you can so you don't miss anything. Or you would do this, or which which I've done before. I look and I see if all this grinding and exploring, is it worth it? Because mm-hmm. this is a story game. Yeah. The exploration is taken away from finishing the story. Well, you're right. You are so, right. Yeah, so anything, so like I said, anything that uh, takes me away from that, um, I hope it's worth I want to know if it's worth it or not. Yeah. Well, to uh, to try and express or try and explain without without spoiling and again i'm I'm being so vague here folks and i'm sorry Mm -hmm. um this this was a side quest this was not something i had to do it was a side quest Mm -hmm. um and so you know i'm i'm at the hub and and again either i don't know if it's uh, uh atreus or or mimir or i don't know who else it is but they're all like hey well i guess we need to go do this but if you don't feel like it, we can go to explore. Blah blah blah. You know they they tell you all these things. It's it's they're all they talk they talk a lot, um, and so I'm like, okay, let's go do that then. You know, it's a side quest, and and let's go let's go rescue old boy, and then it opens up into this massive area. Turns out this massive area is a side quest itself, not just what I was going to do. That is a side quest too. But the massive area has its own story, has its own side quest. Uh, and then within that massive area are these other little side quests within it. Are they are they advancing any kind of a story? Mostly, eh, yes and no. Some of them really don't, but they're good for XP and the story that they're telling there, even though it's like a little quick little sidebar story, might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of them really do work towards building the character of uh, or or continuing the character of Kratos and the journey that he's on uh, along with Atreus uh and 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 pretty much all of them especially the all the different characters that are now involved in what you're doing I did a side quest I think for for one of the um for one of the dwarves uh and and learned about their backstory on this which for me was I was I enjoyed that Mm-hmm. But it was something that, you know, otherwise I likely would not have gotten, you know, if I didn't have, if I would, had not done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yes and no, it does, you know, push the story. But also knowing that now, or, or at least Kratos now knowing that changes his perception of things, or at least you think it might. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you have to interpret that it did. Because Kratos is going to be the same way whether or not you did Either of those things that I know of, today's games are different like that. Today's games can take the fact that, hey, you skipped that story, so this bit of knowledge for your main character is not in his head. So he's still going to be this same person until you do that side quest. And then you would get different responses, or you might get some extra dialogue later on 
when they reference back to that story or something like that. I can't tell you if it's there or not because I complete every single thing that gets thrown at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a blessing and a curse on that because I like it and I don't like it. <laughs> I like it because it's just more game. Uh, and sometimes they're really interesting. In fact, there's, there is a side quest in here uh, that was put in by one of the developers as kind of a love letter type thing, not to the game or anything like that, but uh, to their significant other. And it, it's, it tells their story. Um, and that's, and that's really kind of neat to see that that's in there, that sort of thing. Um, I don't know that I'll finish it because it requires doing quite a lot of stuff, but as much as I've been going through this thing 30 some odd hours now, uh, I don't, I, I think I'm, I think I'll be, I think I'll be able to finish that. Um, there are times when playing that I'm ready to get the story going. I'm ready to get like, Hey man, 30 hours. I'm ready. Let's, mm-hmm. we're good. We can go ahead and finish this. But then at the same time, I'm like, I know that when I do, I'm not going to come back. Like when I do come back, it'll be to do a replay or a new game plus, but I'm not going to come back when it's all done that I know of. If they throw something interesting after the, the, the game is over with that, gives me that drive even though the end of the game is done if there's something where it's like yeah but if you do all this you get some other cutscene that goes along with it or some other story factoid or something that's significant then you know maybe i'll i'll push for that but for the most part i don't when i when i finish the game i don't go back yeah, but it's typical of the case of story-based games i think we talked about it before or it's go, like, it's go like, back or continue you know? yeah it's like uh, watching a movie You've seen that movie. I mean, I most times you don't want to go. Most times you're not going to go back and see it again unless it hits you hits you a certain way. Yeah, I replayed a lot of games, uh, you know, with Wendy there to, sh- to show her um, some of those Shadow of Colossus, that sort of thing. Of course, Shadow of the Colossus I hadn't played in never how long since the thing came out, mm-hmm. um, and then Uncharted games and stuff like that. Uh, Last of Us, and, and and I even replayed through God of War. Uh, partly my benefit um, as as well with her there to see it too. So. Uh, I, I don't. I, yeah, there is this moment of like, yeah, let's 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 wrap it up, guys. <laughs> I've been going for thirty hours on this thing. Let's finish it off. Mm-hmm. That's my own fault because I've decided to you know go off and explore. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll we'll eventually get there. I keep thinking about you know I should plug another game in there and play something else for a little while. Play Alan Wake or play Sifu or something like that. But every time I think about it, I'm like, no, 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 man, let's go. Let's continue. We just opened up this big area to explore. Let's go explore it. I have the ability now, and I don't know that this is a, um, I don't think it's a spoiler now, because I know there were scenes of this in the trailer and in a lot of previews. I watched a ton of reviews, and they were using B-roll footage, nothing uh, there to spoil you. Uh, But there's a shot in the trailer. There's a shot in a lot of the stuff where... um, uh, Kratos' son shoots an arrow into the sky, the dog chases it, and suddenly night or day becomes night. <clears throat> I now have the ability to change between day and night. Uh, as long as I can find a certain, it's called an altar, uh, as long as I can find an altar nearby, I can change night into day, day into night, mm-hmm. whichever way. And of course that opens up different things. Uh, some things are closed off during the daytime that you can't do, some things are uh, closed off at night that can, you can only do in the day. So there's different enemy types at night, and there's different enemy types during the day. Uh, and so, yeah, there's there's 
there's a lot that may give for those of you listening that may give you an idea as to where I'm at this big big area that has an inkling of familiarity to it a a, a, a a sense of I know this place, but this place looks really different. But you know this place, and so I haven't gotten into the story aspect of why I have that familiar feeling. And I'm not talking about the character; I'm talking about me as the player. I have that familiar feeling, like this is a different version of a place I've already been in. And I haven't gotten the story explanation as to why am I in a different version of a place I've already been. Mm. That has not yet been explained to me. So I'm waiting to find that out. But yeah, that's a long way to say I'm still playing God of War Ragnarok. I am still playing Destiny 2, of course. That is going to always be a thing. We are, what's today, 14th? Um, we are a little over a month away from the new expansion. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think I'm going to be prepping for that. Uh, like I have been between seasons. I've been, you know, getting everything geared up and ready to whatever. I don't know that I'm going to be doing that. This is a very, this is a shorter season than the others have been. And it's, I'm not as further along, I think, as I would like to be in my progression of the season. Mm-hmm. To think that I can start now banking all the bounties and XP and everything else. I don't think I'm there yet. Um, and so, and, and at the same time, I just don't, I, I'm like, all right, we did that for two or three seasons now, but two seasons, let's, let's just go in normal on the brand new expansion. Let's not try and rush through it because there's likely a lot of stuff that's going to have to be done when you, when you have a new expansion, new seasons with an expansion, not a lot to be done. New expansion, a lot to be done. You got to be familiar with a new area, completely new area. And, and I don't know how massive that new area is going to be. Um, new enemy types that you're going to be running into. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of thing. There's going to be just all kinds of... And they're, there's, they're, they're getting, there's big changes in, in play for Lightfall, which comes out in February. Um, it, may not be, it may not happen season one, but like by season two or three, they're going to have the um, LFG put in there. They're looking for, for groups... In the game itself, they're going to have loadouts built into the game so that you can one-click on anything or, or, you know, you can build your character with different mods, different weapons, different armor, different setting, different stats, all these other things. You can save that, and then you can just do one-click, and it all gets applied. Hmm. Um, But they're putting that in-game. We had that through some third-party apps uh, to be able to do that, but now they're putting it all in-game. There's going to be a rating system as far as... I don't know how that's going to work. That's coming later on where, you know, when you're teaming up with people, random people, you can, you know, say that guy was good. I don't think you can give them negative reviews, but you can give them good reviews. Hmm. I guess not giving them a review would be the negative review. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> so we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Yeah. Because negative reviews would get spammed. To, spammed right. Out of I don't existence. think they're, I yeah. don't think they're offering that. I think that you you know, can give them like a, you know, give them thumbs up on that one. That was good. Or, or that's it. You can't, you can't give them a thumbs down or rate them negatively. So, or so, they, went, like that. so they went YouTube for a second, right? Well, kind of, kind of, maybe you could say Facebook because Facebook doesn't have like uh reactions that are 
Well, they do. They have the anger face, I guess. Well, I, was thinking about, I was thinking about YouTube. The uh, likes were present, but the dislikes were Oh, really? They gone. took away the dislikes? It was like, a, it was like when you... Uh, yeah, they did something with the uh, likes with the like meter. That you could see how many likes it got, but you didn't see the the dislikes. Um, dislikes for yeah. some reason, until you get a um, some type of tool or add-on for your browser, or in some cases to get that thing back on there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you can look at how liked a video it is, a video is, or or anything is, even if they don't show you what the dislikes are. If you are able to see how many views something has had, or how many mm-hmm. times people have looked at something. And then you can also compare that to how many times people have liked it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of get an idea of, you know, the ratio there as far as like, well, this many people have watched it, but only this many people have liked it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same way you look at Amazon reviews. Mm-hmm. Like, this is your best seller, but it only, or not your best seller, but. Um, Amazon's choice. Yeah, yeah, you know, something like that. And I can look at the reviews of it and I can see. The thing is, is like that's the cheap one, and there's but there's only like fifty reviews. This one is like fifteen bucks more, but it's got over a thousand. You can ratio that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like this has five star reviews, but it's only got fifty reviews. It's rated five stars. This one's got four and a half, but it has two thousand five hundred reviews. Mm-hmm. There's there's a there's a little bit of better quality there. I not necessarily, but in theory, yes. Yeah. 2,500 people have used it, and it's got four and a half stars. Yeah. That's a good bet. Basically, if the, num- 50 people if the numbers be- are true, yeah. then yeah, what you're saying is so right. You can kind of look at that. We've gone on for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone on far too long. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will, uh, I don't know, we'll jump into some news there, I guess. I haven't, there's nothing, oh, yeah, and I've been playing Marvel Snap, just a whole lot of Marvel Snap. Uh, if you haven't been playing Marvel Snap and you're interested in it, it's absolutely free. It's in your app store. Uh, it's on Steam and PC. It's, again, totally free there as well. Uh, later this month, I believe on the 30th or 31st, something later this month, they're going to implement um, new modes in the game. And the big one everybody's looking forward to is being able to play your friends. Well, first off, there's no friend settings on the game yet. But that is apparently going to be implemented with this update that's coming later this month. Mm. So that you can start having friends... You and your friends can play games against each other. I don't know how that's going to work as far as ranking or anything like that. I don't know, but that's coming. Um, currently right now, it's all just you know random as to who you get matched against. I say it's random. There is some sort of matchmaking in there. I do not know the extent mm-hmm. of that matchmaking. So, Anyway, this is music from, uh, this says Bravery and Greed, which does not tell me what game it is from. And that is on me for... Uh, for not having that. Bravery and Greed. Oh, wait. No, there's a game called Bravery and Greed. My bad. <laughs> I thought it was the track name. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this.
And welcome back in to in-game chats. Uh, we only have like ten minutes before the top of the hour. <laughs> Went a little long with the first segment there. It's uh, as usually is the case with me. So um, let's see. Let's look at the year in numbers from last year. Oh, by the way, this is music from Age of Mythology. The track is called Adult Swim, which is interesting. So I haven't looked over this. It's a little infographic from uh, GameIndustry.biz that talks about, uh, well, it's got different sections. The global games, market value, console games, um, $51.8 billion. Uh, browser games, 2.3 billion. Mm. PC games, 38 billion. Um, the biggest chunk. If you combine PC gaming, browser gaming, console gaming, they equal half the total of all gaming at 184.4 billion. The other half is occupied by mobile games. Mm. Mobile games alone, 92 billion. Mm-hmm. $92 billion. That's the reason everyone's trying to make that next big yeah, mobile exactly. game. Exactly. Here I am yeah. playing Snap on my 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 uh, my phone here, mm-hmm. which, to tell you, I haven't bought into it. I, I mean, I bought into it as far as, like, I just play it a lot. Because the games are real quick and they're fun to do. But mm-hmm. uh, I haven't put money into it. Right. Right. Um, I've never been... I've never been one of those card guys. You know, one of those guys who, uh, or one of those gamers who plays the card game type stuff, magic and stuff like that. But man, this thing has hooked me. It's mm-hmm. really, really hooked me. And thank God it's digital. <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad this is not some physical card game. Yeah. Whew. That would be a money sink. I just, I just have to not do it. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, well, uh, that's just, I'm never going to play that then. Because yeah, that's not a, that's not a racket I want to get into. Uh, let's see. Boxed versus digital gaming. That's interesting. Um, I say it's interesting. It's really not if you think about it. The console market, though, the PC we know. 2% boxed, 98% digital yeah. for PC. Kind of get that. Console market. Uh, digital beat out boxed. Digital is 72%. Mm-hmm. Boxed is 28 So that's interesting. To see, they're kind of moving in that direction. You're not a digital guy, right? Not really, unless there's no other option. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Then we've got our uh, the, the the rankings between, like, the United Kingdom best-selling boxed games in the UK. FIFA 23 was number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elden Ring was number ten. Mm-hmm. You go over to Japan. Best-selling boxed games of the year. Splatoon three was number one. Um, then it's Pokemon. It's all Nintendo, by the way. Um, in fact, it's all. It is all Nintendo. Japan is Splatoon three. Pokemon is in the second place. Another Pokemon game is in the third place. Kirby's uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands at four. Nintendo Switch Sports at five. Mario Kart eight at six. Minecraft Switch Edition is seven. Mario Party at eight. Super Smash Brothers at nine. And coming in at number ten is not a Switch game, but Elden Ring. Switch, portable. That that's portable, right? I mean, the Switch is portable. Yeah. 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 
Maybe that mobile gaming thing is is in effect. Possibly. Um, but yeah, Elden Ring made it in there. If you go to the United States, uh, number one best-selling games of the year does not say boxed. It just says best-selling games of the year at number one. What do you think it is? Call of Duty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not thinking some game I don't play. <laughs> Probably so, yeah. Yep. Call of Duty, Call yep. of Duty Modern Warfare yep. 2 at number one. Um, we'll go backwards on this. Did number, I, did I play Call of Duty? Do you Modern play Call War- of Duty? I, no, 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 I don't. No? Okay. I might as well just say no. Yeah. I don't. MLB The Show was at number 10. FIFA 23 was at number 9. Horizon sequel was at number 8. Pokemon at 7. Pokemon at 6. God of War sequel at, at 5. Mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga at number 4. Mm-hmm. Madden 23 at number 3. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Call of Duty at number 1. And Elden Ring at number 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did we have in this? Um, new IP versus new releases. Looks like Sony had nothing. Sony had zero new IP. Mm. They had sequels, new releases. They had five new releases for Sony. Uh, Xbox, including Bethesda, had four new IPs and four new releases as well. Uh, Nintendo had ten new releases, zero new IP. Electronic Arts, zero on new IP, but six new releases. Take-Two had three new IPs and then... uh, uh, nine new releases. Ubisoft had one new IP and then four new releases. And Activision Blizzard, zero on the new IP and three on the new releases. Mm-hmm. Mobile market, there's a lot there. Uh, the most, there's a section called the most, the most covered games. Uh, number one was Elden Ring. Uh, number two was Fortnite. So, uh, number seven was Cyberpunk on that one. Number 15, the most covered games at number 15 was Destiny 2. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If you go over to most covered companies, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, in that order. Okay. So, yeah. Let's see. Most viewed game trailers. Fortnite at 10. uh, Fortnite hit 10, 9, 8, 6, 5. Um, What the? Number two is Poppy Playtime. I don't know what that is, but it's the most one of it's the second most viewed game trailer at 54.1 million. Number 1 is League of Legends, by the way. The 2022 season cinematic. Oh. Poppy Playtime, a survival horror game developed and published by American indie developer Mob Entertainment. Yeah, this is uh the one with that disturbing uh pink and blue doll. Want to call yeah. it that? It says mm-hmm. Chapter 2 official game trailer is the one that got the, the, the views. Mm-hmm. So, Which one? Uh, Poppy Playtime, Chapter 2 official game trailer. Hmm. That got 51, 54.1 million. Which is a far cry from what Le- League of Legends had 139 million. So, yeah, yeah. big. Most discussed games on Twitter. Uh, Genshin Impact, Final Fantasy 14, Elden Ring. Sonic Frontiers made it in there. Top YouTube influencers. Games with most retail placements. Wow, they really did crunch the numbers on this thing. FIFA, by the way, got top on that one. Most so. popular game in the world. It is. It really is. So. 
There, we ran down the numbers. Glad we did that. And we've only got about a couple of minutes left before we go to the top of the hour here. Um, AC Wraith is celebrating Christmas right now. Mm-hmm. He, uh, they had to delay everything. He said he just got $40 in Steam gift cards. He doesn't have the heart to tell them that the sale is over. <laughs> hey, look, that's okay. That $40 hangs around until the next sale. Steam is not short on sales. So just think of it as you got 40 bucks to go into whatever the next sale is and and you can and you can then spend it. Not only that, um maybe by the time it rolls around you'll have gotten more in Steam gift cards. I don't know when your yeah. birthday is. Yeah. Uh AC Wraith, but you know, you can get some more. Hang on to it until the next Christmas thing and then yeah. Think of it like this. They just saved you a bunch of money. Even games that are on sale are probably going to be cheaper the next time you're able to spend that money. Hey, man, something's going to be $5. <laughs> so, Always. So, so, wait, so wait till the end. Always. So, All right, well, we're going to take a break. Again, sorry for the quick one there. We just went way too long earlier. When we come back, we will uh, jump into some more news here. Uh, and, and, and feel free to you know, uh, talk to us in chat. Hit us up in Discord as well. Any of those things. Um, got a game uh, here called Wavetail. I think it's a newer release. Hmm. Anyway, the name of the track is called Oceans. We'll be back with more of in-game chat right after this. And welcome back to In Game Chat. Music from a game called Rogue Tower. Prelude and Fugue in C minor, I think is uh, what it is. So welcome back to the show. Thought I would try and play a quick game of Marvel Snap in between the commercial break there. Mm -hmm. uh, which I did. And uh, just got my... Handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty... Pretty decently. What a great! That's got that guy's got a good hand. I got a. Oh no, I forgot. There's a. Oh, I screwed up. <laughs> I messed up pretty badly. Yeah, 
pretty bad strategy. I think so. Mm. I think so. I think I did bad. Um, but that's okay. It's fine. Um, I didn't. We didn't. Didn't. Ah, didn't care. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the show, and let's get into some of the news here that we had. I was covering some of the news from last week uh, when I was doing the the. Numbers of 2022. It had just been a while um, since we had had anything going on because we'd been gone for two weeks, and so I was uh, going over some of that stuff. And then most of it con- is concerning with uh, 2022, but there are some things concerning this year. Some of the exciting games to look forward to this year as well. Uh, but some of the news that we had uh, this week, it's just kind of all over the place. Um, Google Stadia is now done. Uh, they released one last game. I don't. I do not know what that game is or what it what it has to do with anything, um, or why you would release a game. I, well, maybe you were contractually obligated to release that game mm-hmm. before it ended. I have no idea. Um, Skull and Bones got delayed. That is the pirate ship game from Ubisoft, which has been in development now for I don't know how many times. It's been delayed. Uh, for, I don't know, like 10 times already or something like that. It's been delayed many, many times. It just keeps getting delayed. They also canceled a few games as well. I don't know that they mentioned what they canceled, but they did say, you know, it wasn't this and it wasn't this. They, they didn't tell us what was canceled, but they did say what wasn't canceled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. Um, coming up, is it this week? No, it's not this week. I think it's next week, um, or the week after the one that's coming up. There is an Xbox showcase with Bethesda. I think um, happens January the twenty fifth. That is a Wednesday. It'll be at two o'clock in the afternoon our time. It'll be on YouTube and Twitch as well as Bethesda's Twitch channel and their YouTube channel as well. Um, expected to run forty five minutes long. They're going to show more gameplay from Forza Motorsports. Uh, what else? Minecraft Legends, some of the PvP multiplayer experience in that game. They're going to also look at single and multiplayer gameplay, including combat customization and bosses in Redfall. Uh, what else? Uh, it doesn't say that after that. It says that's what they're going to cover... It mentions other games that they could cover, but uh, but yeah, they're not. And they're not going to be talking about Starfield. Starfield apparently is going to get its own presentation at some point mm. where they focus strictly on that um, to talk about it. So we'll get that at some point. You know, after reading about this, because I had read that they were going to be doing this and, and now reading what's going to be shown, I was like, well, okay, I'll catch the highlights. <laughs> I'm not big in Forza Motorsport. I'm really not. I'm not big into that. Minecraft Legends, again, not into that either. Or any kind of Minecraft. I like mine the only Minecraft I enjoyed playing was the uh, casual mode or whatever, the 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 one where you just build. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about the fact that it gets dark and then the things come out and try to kill you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You just build. You don't have to survive. Just build. So the creativity side of it, not the survival side of it mm-hmm. or whatever. So, yeah. Um, 
Ubisoft also announced that the next Assassin's Creed game will be smaller because apparently they've just gotten way too big. What does Ubisoft say? According to Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed Mirage, the upcoming spinoff, is smaller and more intimate because fans grew tired of these giant RPGs and the devs were more than happy to go in this direction with the latest game in the franchise. While I'll be the first to say that modern Assassin's Creed games have been a lot of fun, I'll also admit that recent entries in the series like Odyssey and Valhalla have become far too big and bloated. More recent Assassin's Creed games, starting with Origins, have evolved the franchise from a series of smaller stealth games set in large cities into a collection of massive open-world RPGs, often filled with hundreds of quests, side quest collectibles. And if you, like me, long for a smaller, more focused Assassin's Creed, well, we aren't alone. That's good. I like... I, it's not that I never liked the Origins. I the 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 Origins trilogy, whatever you want to call it, Origins Odyssey Valhalla. I'm I'm glad that they they did what they did for the franchise, but for me that made it too big and too. What's the term? There, I guess there may be a thing as too much. You know, mm-hmm. I just sit here and I just sat here and talked about God of War and how much there's there is to do side quest wise, and that I've spent thirty hours playing the game so far. But in something like Assassin's Creed, coming from where I was coming from in those games, um, Origins and Odyssey and Valhalla both were very not confusing, but very sort of um, convoluted. No, I don't want to say convoluted. But it's like, here's a list of all these things you can go do. And then I'm just like, I don't know where to start. I'm just, I'm just going back away. Hmm. <laughs> that's, that's too much to throw at me at one time. Sounds like overload. That, and it felt like there was no cohesion between them. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was nothing that was connecting them outside of just the setting. Well, and maybe that's my, maybe that's my frame of mind. I'm trying to think there was no, wasn't there really a, a connection, was there? In any of these, in Assassin's Creed, just like. Some organization behind the thing, behind the scenes, or something. Just, I mean, the characters had. I mean, no, yeah, on your basic story, yeah, yes. And 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 in in from what from what I have played, um, I'm trying to remember because the last the last Assassin's Creed game that I played before it all switched into this RPG thing mm-hmm. was oh god, the one that was in Victorian London. Syndicate? Syndicate. I was yeah. starts with an S. <laughs> was Syndicate. Mm-hmm. I think that's the last one that I played. I was doing a I was doing a hefty playthrough of that on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh going through and, and doing everything I could play in that. And I, I everything kind of felt it's not that it felt connected, but it did feel like it belonged where it did. Like when I would go do these these side missions for these people, it still felt connected to what I was doing. There felt there cohesion. There was cohesion there. Mm-hmm. In some of the stuff that I was doing in Origins or all the other ones afterwards, the RPGs, it didn't feel like I was doing anything that was relating to my story, my character story. There was nothing gained from doing that outside of, you know, XP or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There was there was there was nothing from that that enabled the story. It was a side quest to be a side quest, not a side quest to move to help develop the character of the story um, 
didn't feel like it was tacked on. It didn't feel like it was thrown in just to extend it. I was about to say it was a filler. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like it was filler. Mm-hmm. I feel like the game became an RPG. A game, the game became something else, and I didn't come along with it. Mm-hmm. Is my problem. Uh, some people did. Matt loves those, I, but I, I just they never sank into me. I, I was hoping with Odyssey that they would because I thought, okay. I like Egypt, that's great, I'm, whatever, but it didn't feel like it fit. So I thought when they did the, the Greek stuff, I thought, okay, that's going to, maybe that's going to hold me. Didn't do it. Um, then the Vikings, and I'm, th- I'm thinking, okay, maybe this will do it. It did better than the other ones, but again, I got, uh, I don't know, it just, I, I stopped. Yeah. And... I guess it's. I don't exactly know why. Why it is? Why do I put thirty hours into something like God of War, but I only putting in ever how many hours into something like that? It's because the style of the game changed. It turned into that RPG. Not saying I don't like them, but whatever they were doing with that, it just did not fit with what I was doing with Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, God of War, as open world as it is, doesn't feel like an RPG. It's not. Um, it does have equipment. It does have you know loot. It's got plenty of things, but an RPG, it does not feel like that. It does not feel like what Assassin's Creed feels like, um, where everything is a statistic or something, where they've changed what they've changed about it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm okay with it in a, in a sense that it doesn't disappoint me. Um, it just didn't, it didn't hold me like I was hoping that it would. It's, but it's not bad because of that. I don't think so at all. I liked what I did play of Valhalla, but it did not hook. It did not hook. And that could be my fault for trying to jump into a game with my kind of mentality of, here's this open world, I need to go scour every single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometime, again, blessing curse type thing. Because now I'm going to spend all my time doing that and lose sight of the story. Loose side of the goal type thing. Yeah. Uh, so far that hasn't happened with God of War, although there have been times, like I said, playing it, where it's like, hey, I'm kind of ready to move this along, but something will happen, and I'll be like, I can't, I can't, I, I got to go look at that. I got to go see what's over there. Mm-hmm. I got to go try and figure that thing out or solve that puzzle. I do love my puzzles, and God of War has plenty of them. So, but yeah, they're going to shrink the Assassin's Creed uh, stuff, starting with Mirage. Perfectly fine with that. Um, if you've got Netflix, uh, then open it up on a mobile device, whether it be your phone or your tablet, and go to the games section. There's free games for you to download there. They just added uh, Shredder's Revenge, Ninja Turtles, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge mm-hmm. uh, into their free catalog. It's fantastic. Um, I haven't played it on a on a on a mobile device, but I know the game is really good, mm-hmm. and for it to be free for you to play, that's a good deal. Yeah. So go for it. You're already paying for Netflix anyway. Might as well get the free stuff they throw at you. Um, there's what it was: eighteen games for 2003. Alan Wake two. Yeah, we'll see if that gets released this year. Uh, Space Marine 2, I think that is going to happen this year. Mm. Like a Dragon Ishin, I think that's pronounced, maybe. That's coming out in February. Did you do those games? You played those games, right? 
Is the Yakuza, Yakuza? game? Yeah. yeah, Yakuza. Yeah. But what about the like, like a dragon? That's a spinoff, right? Uh, I think it's a spinoff. Yeah. Uh, dude's in prison for years. Gets gets out. Tries to get back with the family, and there's things have changed. He's trying to make trying to adapt. I think that's the story. Was of that it. also like Judgment? Uh, judgment was a, a lawyer, deposed lawyer, uh, or Lost Judgment, whatever lost, it was. Yeah, that's the, that's the lawyer who uh, turns investigator. But that's also in the Yakuza games, right? That's also kind they're of, all in the kind same of, kind of in the same universe, yeah. I believe. Yeah. What else do we have? Diablo Four, that's supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty three. Baldur's Gate Three, which is out now in early access. Witchfire. Don't know what that dark fantasy shooter. Oh, they're being developed by the guys who did Painkiller. Oh yeah. People can fly. That's the name of the dev team. Man, James and I loved Painkiller. Hades 2 coming out this year. Sigil 2. I don't know what that is. Starfield at some point. Mask of the Rose. Oh, it's a visual novel dating sim horror. (laughs) Um, these are from the developers who made Sunless Skies and Sunless Sea as well. There's also an RPG that they made called Fallen London and a paper RPG that they made called Fallen London. Um, and Mask of the Rose apparently is going to tie into those universes. I might be interested in that. It's very, very... Um, I don't want to say dialogue heavy, but very text heavy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm good for that. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, depends. Darkest Dungeon 2 comes out next month. Company of Heroes 3 comes out next month. Tempest Rising. Uh, that is sometime this year. Street Fighter 6 is on the list in June. Ooh, what is Manor Lords? Ooh, it's a city builder, a base. Manor Lords looks like it'll check all those boxes. Survival game, farming game, base builder, city builder. Medieval strategy game featuring in-depth city building, large-scale tactical battles, and complex economic and social simulations. I know. Sounds Mm. great. (laughs) Sounds great. Armored Core 6, of course. Is that something you might jump into, Armored Core 6? I've never been into the Armored Core series, actually. See, one of these uh, today I learned type of things, not today, but the the day this was announced, I didn't know it was a From Software game. Yeah. So given the, that they are doing the development on it, is this something you're going to take a look at at least? Or you... No, I mean, it's it's Armored Core. Okay. They've always developed it, right? I've never looked at it I've never since. played anything. Yeah, I, I've so. heard of the name before, but... It's been so long since I've seen one that I've that I that I've hardly remember anything about it. And when I was seeing this, I was like, "Why is From Software doing a mech game?" And then it's like Armored Core Six. Why is From Software picking up a franchise from some other team? Oh no, it's theirs. It's, they've always done that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get I'm getting folk. We get folks on a uh, social media talking about it. They said, um, "Yeah, this is not." It's not Dark Souls with mechs. Let's let's, uh-huh. get, let's get that idea out of your heads right now. It's not Dark Souls with mechs. So, so it's not a Soul style game. Uh, apparently not. It's a mech fighting game, which is weird because that's all I can associate with them. Even though that stuff came about after this Armored Core stuff. Mm-hmm. So interesting. 
It's also interesting that they pick their next game to be, hey, we've done... God, how many how many games have they done since then? We've created a series. You created a genre. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Called we, uh, Souls-like. Yeah. <laughs> the Souls series. We've, we've made that. Now we're going back to basics. It's, yeah, Armored it's Core. like, what are we going to what are we going to develop next? Well, we got Armored Core. Why don't we jump back into that? It's nothing like what we've been doing, which is which is probably for them. They're yeah. like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably tired of doing that. I don't know. People are clamoring for a Bloodborne two or a Bloodborne remake. That's fine. Give it to Blue Point. That's a plan. That's thought. That's an idea. Look, it's Sony anyway, because uh, I know uh, Bloodborne is only on Sony systems right now. It's not on PC. No. So uh, Sony's obviously got that in the bag. Give it to Blue Point, who you bought. Have them do a remake, mm-hmm. and then release it on PC if it if it belongs to your you know if that's your thing to do with it. Put it on PC, get some more money out of it. Yep. Assassin's Creed Mirage is the last game on the list, which comes out later this year. We say, and probably true, because they skipped a uh, uh, Assassin's Creed release this past year. So, due for one coming up next year. Uh, AC Race says, "I loved Armored Core on PS One. No, no dual stick standard back then. Use shoulder buttons to aim." Um. Oh God, that goes back. I'm trying to think of the last dual dual stick. Uh, Steel Battalion. Dual stick shooter. Dual stick mech game. Uh, I think it was that that big control. I think it was dual stick. It could be that it's a Steel Battalion. The last mech mech game that I played was. Uh, that was Virtual On. Man, what is the name of that company? Oh, yeah, yeah I think yeah, it was dual stick. But heck, it's not Hexen. Um, hot. Uh, Oh man! It wasn't Hexon. No, no, no. Ha, ha, ha. Um. Was this was this a uh, mech game? It was a mech game. Yes. Hawken, 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 Hawken. Okay. Yes. H a w k e n. Hawken was the last one. Okay. Oh wow! It's still you can still play it. It's free to play. Free to play. God, it just the 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 game looked amazing. The settings, the 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 way it all looked was fantastic. So what was the drawback? Um, they had free to play. Hmm. Not saying that free to play is a bad thing, but when you go free to play, there's certain things that are there's certain things that are done in games when you go free to play and not always good. It was a pure multiplayer game. You know, it was pure PvP. Uh, I don't think it had a story mission or anything like that. It was all PvP all the time. And so, you know, you you win a match, you get money, you outfit your mech, or you buy a new mech, or you do all this other stuff. But, um, see, Meteor Entertainment and 505 Games. Yeah, that was... Uh, At least in 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the head developer on that game, uh, Jason is his name... Uh, he's the friend of the show, really. Uh, I still have him on Twitter, but um, he used to pick me up in LA whenever I'd fly in, take me to the hotel from uh, for E three week because mm-hmm. he was in there as well. Yeah. Um, he got he got a job working for Bethesda, not Bethesda, um, Blizzard. He worked on Diablo four, way a long time ago, mm-hmm. early stages of developing for Diablo four. Uh, he doesn't work with them anymore though. I don't know where he's at now. So. Uh, AC Wraith says Armored Core is sort of a mission-based third-person shooter with 
profit used to upgrade your highly customizable mech. Yeah, a mission-based third-person shooter, that's perfectly fine to have a story yeah. attached to what you're doing. Um, I remember one of the games, one of the first mech games I ever played was Mech Warrior. And mm-hmm. that was on, no, I'm sorry, not Mech Warrior, Mech Assault. Mm. <laughs> Back when Xbox Live first came on the scene, when you could find, when you could hook up your Xbox to the internet, and I had to run a really long cable from one end of the house to the other and plug it into the back of my Xbox so it would connect because there was no Wi-Fi. Um, and so when I did that, uh, one of the games that you you could buy to play on Xbox Live was Mech Assault, mm. and that's one of the first, might be the first Mech game I ever played was Mech Assault. I was not into Mech Warrior. I was not into any of that. I knew a lot of people who were, mm-hmm. but it never, it never, it never clicked with me. So yeah, I, think and I didn't the, really like Mech Assault either. Yeah. So. I think one of the uh, standout features for um, Armored Core was always this, this customization. Customization. I, yeah. I think that was the biggest uh, drawing point of the game. I feel like I feel like it would be. Yeah. So. All right, what else we got left on this news here? Got some stuff from, like I said, from last week, which even goes back further than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll we'll jump into some of that when we come back. We do have a break to take. Uh, I'm going to post a video. Is um, God, now I've forgotten his name. I'm trying to see who, Lethal Migraine in the, in the thing? No, he's not. Uh, but we do have Ninja Bibbs, AC Wraith, O one Ella, Alicidra, another TV viewer, Ashley, Avasma Four, <laughs> Bama Brian, Commander Root, Drapsnat. That's a great name. Drunk Degenerates, Evans O four one one one, Multile, Stephen Van Dam, uh, Stulu eighty nine, and Thar sixty six hanging out in the chat room. I want to say hi to all of you uh, who are hanging out there, and thank you so much for joining us. And listening to me just go on and on and on about nothing. Yep, dude from Rick and Morty and High on Life is absolutely in trouble. High on Life still, I think, is the top game on Game Pass right now. Um, but yeah, he has got some... Splaining to do? Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily know splaining. He's he's better off just going away. Just Just go. Just leave. Just you might as well shut down, hand over Rick and Morty to somebody else if you can, or just end it, because oh, we're talking. You need to disappear for a while. He's got felony charges. Oh, you're going away for a while, right? Okay, that's why I'm like, just, just get out of it. I, you know, that's the other thing on this this game. Well, I'm sure Microsoft put a ton of money in it. I doubt it's going anywhere, but it just released, and now these charges have been out. Charges that have been around, by the way, since 2020, I think, which. Nobody apparently knew about or, or reported on or anything like that, but it's some uh, they're felony domestic abuse charges. So yeah, he's he's not in a good place. Hmm. I'm guessing you're reading up on this right now from the look of your face. I, I, I can't just looked tell. up. I just looked up Rick and Morty in trouble, and then a whole bunch of stuff just went. Flat. Well, <laughs> Rick and Morty in trouble. You probably got a lot of plot stuff from the TV show or something. No, this is the first thing that popped up was something Justin not Roland? very flattering. I'll put it that about way. yeah, okay. So yeah. So anyway, we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we will have more in game chat on our last little segment here. Uh, music from a game called Lone Ruin is what we're going to hear from, and we'll be back with more right after this. 
And welcome back to In Game Chat. Music here from River City Girls 2. The name of this track is Blair, I believe. Mm-hmm. Hey, the next track that we've got comes from a game that you may know. I think it's a fighting game. Rumblefish? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fighting game? Yep. God. Had a very uh, unique uh, animation uh, style. Very uh, very realistic looking. Really? Yeah, it was very realistic looking at the, t- at the time. The game uh, art, the box art, or the, whatever it was, the, the, the thumbnail art for the video I did mm-hmm. looked more like, uh, gave it a Samurai Showdown feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it wasn't like that. It was uh, kind of a cross between... I'm yeah, going kind of hard, to hard, it. Descri- hard to describe, kind of a cell shaded hand, hand hand art thing, but it, it was animated very well. I mean, I played the uh, um, arcade version, arcade version of it. Let me see. let me look at here. What? Okay. Look at Rumblefish or Rumblefish Two. I'm looking at Rumblefish. Should I look at Rumblefish Two? Oh wait, this says Rumblefish Two. Mm-hmm. The backgrounds look really detailed, but the characters still look like cartoons. What? Unless I'm looking at... Okay, I'm still seeing... This is all Rumblefish 2. Did they change did They change, change art styles going from the first one to the second one? I hope not, because it looked really good in the, um, the, the arcade, arcade version I played. I mean, maybe... I don't know, I don't know, if, this is, I don't know if it's an emulator part, but it looked pretty, uh, looked pretty good to me. I mean, I'm not saying it looks bad, but it doesn't look realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you looking tr- at a video or, or, or I'm just looking at screenshots, man. Okay, look at look at a YouTube video of it. See, here's a screenshot. I'm, look, I'm looking at I'm looking at the. Uh, is this look screen? Does this look like anything of what you're looking at? No. no I'm looking at the, at the uh, Steam, uh, the one on Steam. Okay. Just look at the animation of it on YouTube or something, and see what you see what you think. What I'll you think have there. to. Yeah, I'll have to do that then. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's what we've got. It's a fighting game, and I know he does the fighting stuff, so that's mm-hmm. why I was asking if he knew anything about it. Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, what did we have? Hitman 3 is going to become World of Assassination. It will include Hitman 1 and 2. And there's a fantastic video for Hitman that is out there. Um, I meant to go and Google that for you and try and find it. So I could post it in the chat room. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess is that the one? Yep, that's the one because that's the one that I looked at. So I'm going to share this into our uh, into our chat, so you guys can watch it. It's quite a long video. Uh, in fact, it is. Yeah, it's about 30 minutes, but there's different sections of it. Um, they created a, a, a challenge for Hitman players um, that had a prize of $1,000 um, on the fastest you could get kills. And there were just some amazing uh, creative ways that they went through and, and got those kills. Legit or? Legit. Okay. Legit. There was no... There was no was, not, no, not no glitch work. Yeah, just yeah. Legit. This isn't okay. uh, this isn't awesome games done quick or anything like that where they use parts of it to to break it to get mm-hmm. through it fast. No, 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 no. These are legit no glitch kills mm-hmm. that they that they've done, and it's it, it's it's fascinating. Um, 
part of it's fascinating to see that to see them be able to pull this off. The other part of it is fascinating that the devs programmed all of that in there mm-hmm. and said, "Well, no, if they're going to do this, this is what's going to happen." You know, so I thought it was fascinating um, and really, really cool to see some of that. Uh, what else do we have? <clears throat> uh, I'm just looking through my notes here. Um, Microsoft has said that Final Fantasy 16 and Silent Hill 2, the remake, will not come to Xbox consoles. Hmm. That will be a Sony thing, maybe a PC thing, but it's not going to be. It's not going to be on the the consoles, hmm. or not going to be on Microsoft's consoles. Um, in fact, where is that? The producer, and I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to pop up this because I'd like you to to I'd like to get his full quote. Um, Final Fantasy 16 drops on June 22nd. It is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Uh, The article says that exclusivity is a bit of a bummer, as other Final Fantasy games were also available on PC, and the last mainline entry uh, was multi-platform. But unfortunately, at least for now, the new Final Fantasy game will remain on PlayStation 5 only, according to the game's producer. Uh, Yoshi P is his name. He was interviewed in, at a Mahjong tournament over the weekend where he was asked whether Final Fantasy 16 would come to PC, something that uh, Square Enix confirmed when it revealed the game almost two years ago. However, despite the detail found in the footnote text at the bottom of the trailer, Yoshi P said the release information is wrong. According to a rough translation by the Japanese gaming news, uh, in fact, there may not be a PC version coming at all. Yoshi P is apparently suggesting to folks... Yeah... Nobody said a word about a PC version releasing. Why is it like a why is it like a PC version is releasing 6 months later? Don't worry about that. Buy a PC buy a PS5. Sorry I went overboard. We did our best, so please look forward to it. Apparently, yeah. There is no PC version. Mm. Yeah, that usually doesn't go well with uh, the consumer base. It's interesting, though, that he's purporting that a PC version is not planned uh, because this article went through some old trailers and it definitely was stated that it is not available on other platforms for a limited time after release on PS5, suggesting that it could possibly hit other consoles in the future at very least. Um, However, all recent marketing for the game from newer trailers to its official website now makes no mention of it coming to PC. Looks like it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Speaking of exclusives, and this has nothing to do with the games, but um, both Google and NVIDIA uh, have expressed concerns, and I'm using quotes, expressed concerns over uh, Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. So now Sony is expressing concerns. Uh, Google and NVIDIA are expressing concerns. This, as much as I thought this was really going to happen... I'm starting to to have my doubts mm-hmm. that this may not come about. Um, but the trial is not until August. So we've got until, you know, we've got until then. But I'm curious, if the trial goes through, let's see. According to the report, Google and NVIDIA have warned Microsoft would gain an unfair advantage in mobile, subscription, and cloud, but NVIDIA stopped short of expressly opposing the deal, instead opting to hammer home the importance of equal access to games. Google is set to shut down Stadia, 
uh, later in January, but it operates the Google Play Store for Android devices. According to filings with the UK's, uh, I guess, Competition and Markets Authority, whatever that is, uh, Microsoft plans to create a new Xbox mobile gaming store, and the purchase of Activision Blizzard and King is key to the plan. NVIDIA, meanwhile, has made a significant uh, investment in its own game streaming service, GeForce Now. In 2021, Microsoft was among a number of tech companies who protested against NVIDIA's $40 billion acquisition of a semiconductor firm called Arm out of the UK, which the company eventually abandoned. This feels like payback. Um, PlayStation maker Sony has so far spearheaded spearheaded opposition to Microsoft's proposed Activision takeover, which has a June 2023 deadline. It's looking increasingly likely that deadline will be missed. Yeah, it does. Because their trial is set for late August. But just like Thar said, Google? Google has issues about them buying? Yeah, go away, Google. Yeah. (laughs) You too, NVIDIA. Really. Stay out of this. I don't, I don't think NVIDIA... See, NVIDIA, given what Microsoft did to NVIDIA, and probably Microsoft should have stayed out of, stayed out of that one when they did it. Um, NVIDIA feels like they're just doing it to get back at them on this. Mm-hmm. No real legit concern. Google, I don't know. <laughs> you think it's some money from Sony to say, hey, you should protest this to help us along? It feels like it's a Sony-Microsoft fight. It really does. And it doesn't feel like there's anybody else who would have something to lose or gain by the selling or or not. Yeah. You know? Like, Sony is worried about losing Call of Duty on their systems. And I guess maybe Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Um, Google has nothing to... Go- I don't understand why Google's feeling that way. I would think they would look at Apple first before they would ever care about Microsoft. Microsoft tried a Zoom, for God's sakes, and that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. If Microsoft is trying to do some online mobile game thing, let them... I mean, if it, if it works, it works, but I don't think it's going to cause a dent in your revenue, Google, or Apple's. That's the other thing. If Google's proposing this or saying, hey, this is we have some concerns... Then, you know, if they're legit enough, wouldn't Apple also have the same concerns? Maybe? Not necessarily. I mean, I don't know. I don't know all the inner workings of this. I don't know the spreadsheets of, like, here's what happens when Microsoft does this and how we're going to be affected. Yeah. I don't know. But I know it could have been one of them situations, like you said, something looks good on paper, looks bad on paper, and we have to do something about this now or whatever. I don't know. I don't either. But still, it feels like it's a Sony versus Microsoft fight. Mm-hmm. Nobody else involved, mm-hmm. and honestly, I I don't get the fight. You know, the sticking point to me was, was Call of Duty. I guess the, the biggest one, of the right. biggest, One of the biggest. That's games the one in the world. game. But it's a game I don't play, so I don't really. I didn't get really given much thought, really. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I think that's why Microsoft bought them was for that Call of Duty franchise. I don't think. Um, I don't. I think Diablo is a nice little icing on the cake, but I don't think there's anything else there for them. Mm-hmm. I don't think Overwatch has what it used to have. Um, Hearthstone certainly doesn't. So it is Diablo, Call of Duty. Might also be Candy Crush, because I know that's the mobile thing from King. Mm-hmm. Uh, King Games. I, that that part I'm not... Uh, that part is... I'm, I'm worse on that part than I am on any other parts of it, and I'm worse on those as it is, because I don't know exactly everything about it. Um 
But yeah, like I said, feels like it's a Sony fight. Sony versus Microsoft. So NVIDIA, Google, stay out of the way. Uh, not that they're going to listen to me. So what else do we have as I'm looking through my news here? Games of 2022. Oh, well, that's just certain games. The state of PlayStation in 2022. Uh, what do we have? PlayStation becomes a movie and TV brand. Hmm. Spider-Man game, but there's also the movie. Well, Into the Spider-Verse maybe, I don't know. Hmm. Because I know he shows up there. The Uncharted film. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, Last of Us getting there. By the way, Last of Us is tomorrow night. HBO. Hmm. Episode one. I think it's nine episodes. I believe it's... Nine. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's an awfully odd number, right? Yeah, but I guess I guess the exposure, like Netflix, I guess, like I'm used to like eight, maybe if it's a short series, maybe eight episodes or an even dozen yeah. or something like that. But nine, uh. yeah. Thar sixty six says it's getting great reviews. It is getting very good reviews. Um, I wish it was. I wish it wasn't HBO. I wish it was like Netflix, where you get all the episodes at once and I could binge it. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least watch enough of it that you know I could, whatever. I, I'm not a fan of watching week to week. I'm really not. No, not anymore. Again, no, Netflix. I know. Netflix has turned to Netflix has given us the uh, giving you the blueprint of how folks want want their entertainment now. To to circle to to go for a full circle with this episode, we opened with. Back in my day, we didn't have cell phones, and you just had to go through the day without having them. Well, back in my day, and and your day, and a lot of other people's days, we had to watch shows once a week, or you know, uh, as they released. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're spoiled on that. We want them all at once. Not because I'm going to watch them all at one time, but because when I'm ready for the next one, it's there. One for convenience. Two, you don't have to remember There's what that. happened last week. God. You don't need a recap. Um, that's, I will, a, that's a de- that's a definite uh, that's a definite benefit of having the binge, have the binge watching aspect. You don't need a recap. I know episode of everything. Um, one of the best things uh, Wendy and I did a re- well. She had not seen it, but we went through Game of Thrones um, all eight seasons, mm-hmm. and being able to watch them the way we did, I I, I enjoyed it so much better than I remember. Mm-hmm. Um than how I watched it once a week, you know? Yeah. That sort of thing. So, yeah. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm spoiled in that. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that released on Disney+, Plus, Mandalorian, stuff like that, I, w- I, would, I would bank episodes, you know? Like, hold off yeah. and give myself, like, okay, I got, I got three I can watch. You know, and Winnie we, and, we and I would watch three, or I would bank other episodes, what we do in the shadows, stuff like that. There were weekly releases I would just hold off, mm-hmm. you know. So, because I just, even if I'm not watching them all in one night, kind of like um, Walking Dead, not yeah. the series, the video game mm-hmm. that was released episodic. You get a part of the game, and then two months later, you get another part, and then two months later, another part, usually, if it didn't delay. Um, but when I played season one, after it was all released and it was on that one disc, it was an episode a night, and that was fantastic. That was a wonderful way to play that game. Yeah. 
just an episode a night or an episode every other night if you were going to do it that way, but not waiting months in between. Yeah, you got the full game in one sitting. Right. It just all, it sat there. I mean, it just, it was all relevant. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something like, God, I can't remember what I did in this one or, or it's been a, it's been a while. I don't remember the controls, even though it's, those controls for those games are very simple. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of like Wolf Among Us. Yeah. Because I remember that recap, st- the recap stuff going on in there. Yep. Um, Amazon's making a God of War TV show. Netflix has signed on for Horizon series. Uh, Peacock apparently is streaming a Twisted Metal show. Interesting. Yeah, that's, that's not like something that would be in a series or whatever. Yeah. PlayStation continue to ex- continued to expand beyond consoles to PC. Yeah. That was good. Sony bought Haven, Savage, Bungie. Um, So they got all of those game studios. They're releasing uh, PlayStation VR 2 this year. PlayStation Plus got extra tiers and all this other stuff. So a lot of changes for PlayStation in basically a year. PlayStation 4 is still doing pretty good. PlayStation 5 is getting easier and easier to find. So, yeah. They didn't do a state of Microsoft or state of Xbox. in twenty, Or if they did, I didn't see it. So. Mm. But, yeah. I'm just looking over the uh, chat room here. Bama Bryant says the first episode is almost 90 minutes long of, of Last of Us. Uh, Multa says, no trying to record the VHS tape, but the clock is wrong and you need to fix it before you can go to bed. Um, uh, Bama Bryan says, or the previous show went five minutes over, so your show cut off early. Yeah, exactly. I used to hate that. There was some show I was taping on Sundays, and if if football was on. Um, There's and, no telling. Yeah, or a NASCAR race or something else. Definitely it no would, telling. It would, it would push it back. Always push it back. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, and Game Pass is still, as far as the console thing goes, Game Pass is just running laps around PlayStation Plus in their tiered system. It really, really is. Yeah. Hopefully they can do something with it this year. Uh, I, I, by that I mean uh, PlayStation Plus to compete a little bit with that if they want to. I don't necessarily I'm not, know. I'm not seeing it. I don't think they want to make it a competition, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can make it a competition. No, they can't. I say they could. They could try harder. Put it that way. What, I don't know what, that they what, could. What more can they do? Well, they can. Uh, they can. They can put games on. They could put more of their first-party titles in that free-to-play, not free-to-play, but whatever. That's that mid-tier subscription service mm. where you could you could play them. Like right now, it's just Returnal. That is available on there, um, but they could put things like Ratchet and Clank that it was a launch title, one of theirs. They could put that in there. Um, they could put God of War Ragnarok, or they could put. Uh, there's a lot that they could put in there. They could start making those just like Microsoft does. Your first title, your first party titles are getting uh, released so that you can play them if you were subscribed. Yeah, I think it would go a long way with that, especially they. Microsoft doesn't have a lot of first party titles. They've got a lot of studios that they own, but they're all busy working on things. They don't have a lot of first party titles that keep getting released or released enough that it feels like 
you know, every week or every month, there's something new. Sony doesn't really have that either, but lately Sony has had more than what Microsoft has had. Now, the more studios Microsoft buys up, especially when Activision Blizzard gets bought, um, the more they can start having these first-party titles since they're now owned by Microsoft. It's just interesting to me that Microsoft has all these studios at their someone's disposal. Prob- yeah, someone's probably looking at Sony thinking there's too much to give away. I'm sure. At that price. I'm sure. That's probably what it is. Because when you think about the number of titles that's been been available, and how much how much a month are you paying? Mm-hmm. Um, for which one are you talking about? Uh, for for, uh, compared to Game, Game Pass? Pass? Game, Game Pass, Pass is how much a month? Let me say 80 or 100 or something. I can't remember what it was. I'm sorry. How, how much is a year then? Or not a month, a year, year. It was like okay. 80 a year, 100 a year, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Because they don't sell year subscriptions to it. Yeah. Because it's like, a, it's over 100 bucks for a year. They yeah. sell three months and maybe six months. But they, they don't sell s- one month? They sell one month too, I believe. So how much for one month? 15? I can't remember. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's 16 bucks a month. 16 a month. Yeah. And all those titles accessible for free. Mm-hmm. All those titles. Yeah. No, it's a... And, it's, so, and Sony looks at that and it's like, we can't match that. It Probably the cost, the cost, uh, cost effectiveness, I guess, whatever you want to call it. it. Yeah. They're trying. I mean, that middle tier has a lot of games that you can play and they're not all first party titles. But... Try all you want. It's not matching what the what game No, it's not. Yeah, of course that's, not. That's, no. Because and and, and, until it does, no one's going to no give it serious thought. It's just interesting to me that Microsoft has all those studios and... There's not more first-party titles getting released from them, you know. Yeah. Sony but a console, but a console's nothing without its games. I know. No, and it's so, not. Get games like Lies of P and Atomic Heart on their day one, like Game Pass, Chain Echoes as well. Do you know? Get stuff like that. Yeah, I know. They they pull in outside of third-party or first-party titles. They've got third parties that they put in there. Um, the library is is less than what it is, and I'm you know what? I'm not sure on the rotation. Like Microsoft, every month games, new games come in, old games go out. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of it's kind of flows. I'm not sure on Sony. I don't know that there's that much movement month to month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, like, hey, these games are leaving your your free to your your free pass thing, whatever you want to call it, your essential tier, and then you know something else comes in. I don't. I mean, heck, if you download it, put it on your hard drive. There you go. True. I mean, heck, I've still I've still got. I still got the backup for my uh, PS3 with all types of stuff um, that I've downloaded from the uh, PlayStation Store. That was free with my uh, um, PlayStation Plus account. Yeah, yeah, I've got lots in there too. Yeah, I need to go download this month's games. By the way, yeah. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. RJ and I are going to go chuck axes at a wall. <laughs> at a wall. Well, you know, wood. not not people. Not people at a wall. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, from what I'm told, keep your head on a swivel out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so ricochets happen. We want to thank everybody for joining us in the chat room, as well as everybody listening online on the stream and on the radio as well. Thank you guys so much. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, join us all over the place. We are everywhere. So, uh, anyway, thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic week. Um, stay safe of any other storms that are going to be coming through. Because, God, what a week it was. Uh, here is music from, we talked about it earlier, The Rumblefish. This is a track called Ruins. We'll see you next Saturday. Good night.